don't want to be that guy who's on his deathbed with regret. There's, there's no greater payoff than like looking around you, seeing what you get to be a part of, and knowing that you built that from the ground up. So go get it. Yo, welcome back to The Laughing Warrior. My name is Rob Wong. And I am Scott Pagliaccio. It's good to be with you, Rob, man. As it's always a pleasure. Love to see your uh, smiling face. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's good reconvening with you, man. It feels like it's been a while, even though I think it's only been like a week. What we're going to be covering off on today is Scott's idea. I really love this idea. And it's like, hey, how do I begin to redefine who I am? Like, how do I do more and be more? I'm used to being this specific person but I'd like to change. I'd like to change who it is that I'm dating, where I work, what I do. Maybe it's the fact that I want to work for myself or move to a new country or a new state, but everyone around me, it seems like, or even the voice inside of my own head is like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have that voice in my head for sure, man. And it's like, how, how do we silence that a little bit to, to hear the the higher self who really knows what he wants now that i'm a grown man and i'm moving towards sovereignty and being self-led like there is a voice higher than that one that's telling me don't do it and if i don't listen to that i feel like i would be like ivan illich in the story from uh tolstoy i read it the death of ivan illich and I, I may have referenced this in a previous podcast, but this guy was this incredible lawyer who did all the right things, went to the right schools, married the right woman, blah, 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 on his deathbed, looks up at the woman that he doesn't, he hates and he didn't want to be married to her, did the job that he didn't want to do, and he looks up at her and his dying breath was, what if this was all a mistake? And then, and I don't want to be that guy who's on his deathbed with regret. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't want to be farting yourself to death on your own bed, deathbed and <laughs> living a life of regrets. But yeah, yeah. Like, and I think, I think that's kind of, that's like the first divide, right? It's like, I know what I want to do, or at least I have some idea of what I want to do. And the problem is the execution of the idea. The emotions are in the way. I don't want to do it, even though I want to do it. And I feel weird and dumb and stupid because I am both of those things. I know I have my foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. But how do I proceed? I feel like for the most part, every time that I've done it, there are a couple things that make it easier. The first is, who can I have a conversation with? that will like open up a new path for me. Like, who is it that I, I need to talk to? Who can I get advice from? And like, if I'm really like stuck, if it's really just kind of nebulous for me, it's because I'm, I haven't done enough research. I need to ask people questions. I need to go online and see how other people are doing it. I need to see how they're marketing themselves. And it's kind of just in the beginning, I think information gathering, and that's the beginning of building a bridge past the fear. Dude, that was medicine for me. You just gave me, we just had this before we hit record. I was scattered in my thoughts 
throwing up all kinds of shit on Rob's as he tries to make sense of how we can create a podcast or if the information is even useful. But what you just said in the, the words you just spoke gave me a clear path. Get online, do some research. That's a great starting point. Like you don't have to get a bank account, get an LLC. Those things will come. But like start with the very basics. We're really not, I'm really not creating anything different in the world. It's all out there. It's a copy paste. Maybe I throw my unique spin on it, but it's all been done before. And so we're not reinventing the wheel. We can look at other people who, is, who have blazed a path already and utilize their them as a resource, as a mentor. Um, like I, I was thinking as you were saying, you know, I, I need to have a conversation with someone. And for me, it's it's you. And a couple of other men in my life, you know, I was thinking, yeah, join a men's group, man. Like, it's so important. Like, and if you're not going to join a men's group, you need to have at least one other man or a couple of men in your life who are going to hold your feet to the fire, going to give you honest feedback. They're going to be pretty frank with you. I was liking that you brought up this additional aspect that I, I don't think I had covered, really. I've had to start looking for ways to, like, hold myself accountable and you know, just doing a bunch of to-do lists and emailing myself, that's just okay. Telling someone else that I'm going to do something, that's just okay. What I find makes the biggest difference for me is that I I need to be in a room with other people. Like maybe I'm at the library or maybe I go to the rock climbing gym and I'm sitting next to someone who's doing work and I don't want to look like an idiot. I'm going to do work because the other people around me are doing work and I don't want to look bad. So even though... Ultimately, I want to be making decisions from a place where I'm not worried about what other people think. I am worried about what other people think, and I can use that to my advantage by being in a public space. I just found out that there is this website called um, Focusmate. It's focusmate.com. You basically mm. throw up like an hour, half hour, hour and a half on the calendar. You go online. Someone else will book the same room as you and they'll jump in. They'll talk about what you're up to. And then both of you will do your work side by side. You'll both be on mute, but you'll both be getting stuff done. And it's kind of like having your mom look over your shoulder and make sure that you're doing your homework. But it's amazing. It works really well for me. And I'm finding that like that's what I need in order to stay in motion. Because sometimes I'm just in so much resistance that I need someone else to just kind of be there while I do the thing. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That's why, like, there were some things that I've been thinking about and I was keeping into myself or the thing around not having sex for a couple of years and being really focused. Like, two years is going to go by. For clarity, for warriors listening right now, Scott is thinking about going celibate, I think, for like yeah. two years. I'm going to be about me for this time. I'm going to start building my empire in this time. Is that right? That's exactly right, man. And it's scary to think that because of how much I love women and sex and all the things. And <laughs> what I also, I, <laughs> I do, man, like it's that it's awesome. Women are awesome and I love them and I love having sex with them. And I love, I love the connection. It's not just sex. It's, it's all the things. And, and I, if I look at my pattern, my pattern is to have these great ideas, then jump into really in, into a relationship and, then I, I leave myself behind and I have all kinds of crazy sex and I, it's great and it feels good, but then that only lasts for a certain period of time. Like what's the end result? And it's always been like, you know, casual dating or casual sex or 
not with the woman that I really want to be with. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is this is an important point, right? Like, sometimes I run into clients who are like, "Well, you know, I really, I really ought to get this business launched," but I kind of wanted, I kind of want to get my dating life sorted first. And so they'll they'll go on this wild journey and this romp and this adventure, and they they will get good with women because what Scott and I say when it comes to like having conversations with women, it works, right? When it comes to like dating, our advice is very very effective. But, it is, but right, like now now he's like embroiled in like, like I have a client that's embroiled in the dating world, and he's like so busy like trying to decide if this girl is the right one for him, and he doesn't have time for his business. So it's like, it's, yeah, man. I think he's having a good time, but he's also not getting done the thing that he said was the most important thing for him right it wasn't a one and done so I, I think that there's a lot of value to what you're bringing up here scott and i, I think there's a bill gates quote about it too mm. where it's like it's better to be laser focused on one thing than to kind of split your attention amongst five or six or a dozen because you can make slow progress on those dozen things but if you really want to launch something having a solo focus on just the one thing that you eat, sleep and breathe. It's like adding rocket fuel to what you're up to. Yeah, that lands for me totally, man. I, like I was thinking about how distracted I get, how easy, how easily distracted I get. And it doesn't, I'm just thinking back in the not too distant past. And when I get, I was doing a lot of things and it, I, I just felt busy and tired and they were valuable things that I was doing and aligned with my purpose and it was too much. And so I stepped away from all of it and started saying no to, to even associating with people and friends and started saying no to, you know, coffee and some of the things that I was doing because I was all over the place and that scattered feeling just had me exhausted. And like, I like what you said there about you know, like just being, for me, it feels great. Laser focused on one thing. I'm, I'm sure that are, there are men and women out there that can multitask and they've got, they can juggle bowling balls and uh, razor blades and hand grenades, man. But that ain't me, man. Like I really feel like, because it just doesn't right now, less is more in my life. I don't need to juggle all these other things and I'm choosing not to. Choosing me, Rob. And that feels really good. There's a craftsmanship about this. Like, obviously, uh, if you're listening right now, you're very welcome to take on your own personal venture in the way that feels best for you. I think that is ultimately the point. And I, I resonate a lot with this idea of just solo focus because of all the research that's been done around it. Like, you can do a simple test for yourself right now. If you grab a pen and paper, you do like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, and then you write down the, the numbers one through nine. Time yourself, see how long that takes. Then your next exercise is you alternate. So you do A, and then you do 1, then you do B, then you do 2, C, then 3, and you go all the way until the end, right? And when you look at the end result, because you're splitting your attention and jumping back and forth, because of all the time that it takes to transition from one task to another, you end up taking like three or four times as long it's not only less time efficient, it's also, as Scott was saying, more stressful if you're juggling multiple unresolved things at the same time. You kind of have to hold a certain amount of bodily tension in order to remember. 
And if you think about like, hey, I have to remember that password, I have to remember that password, or like when you have a two-step safety confirmation thing on your bank account, right? And they text you a six-digit number. How stressed out does your brain get when you have to hold on to that? Because like the text is going to disappear in the next five seconds. Imagine your entire life is like that. You have nothing but open loops that you have to remember and juggle. It becomes exponentially more stressful. So if you can afford to, if you're in a position to just do that one thing and make that your craft for a little while, um, I think that goes a really long way. Yeah, I love what you said there. It would take you longer. And I just know from my own experience that doing all these different things just had me feeling busy, but not productive. But those examples were really helping. Like you're bringing some fucking medicine to me right now, man. Like really, there's these shifts that have happened since the beginning of the podcast. Like, oh yeah, man, that's what, that's what I need to do. And this is why, and that, that makes sense. It's like, okay. And also sharing all of this with you. It's like, oh, I got it out. Having these ideas and just keeping them to yourself. If you want to start a new venture, whatever it is, it might be taking a karate class. It doesn't have to be, you know, or a violin lesson or doing something that is not typical or out of your comfort zone, having somebody to share it with, like not holding on to it the whole time. I, I noticed I, I have a question for you just because I, I've observed what you've been up to in your life. And I know that you have this way about you where you kind of just magically seem to dredge up new opportunities. Um, like, getting interviewed on the news or like suddenly you have like a bunch of clients that show up for you. And so when I think about what you've done in the past, I also kind of, oop, there goes my alarm. Hang on. I'm going to, I guess I'm going to edit that out or just pretend like that never happened. Yeah, it never happened. <laughs> or it did happen and it's part of being on a live podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, so let me, let me finish up with that question. So in my eyes, you are this person who has this skill set already of kind of like launching in, in a really effective way. And I'm curious if you'd share some of your own personal secrets or strategies for beginning to go into a new venture blind or, or new or scared. I had my eyes closed and I was really listening to what you were saying and what came through was don't wait to start. Just if you have the idea, just go for it. So, so the first step for me was share it with you. I've just been going out there networking. It happens everywhere I go because I just genuinely want to meet people and connect with them. And then I get curious about them and ask them questions. And then they'll ask, hey, well, what are you up to? And I'll share with them. And so I feel like it's this word of mouth thing. So just putting myself out there everywhere I go. Um, and then these opportunities tend to show up. But when I was afraid and I isolate myself, you know, there's no opportunities going to happen um, because I'm not sharing what I'm up to. I think that's like, um, that's a big thing that I often forget to do. Like every time I start up something new, my temptation is I'm just going to keep it to myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to work on it without letting people know about it. I think maybe it's based off of like a fear of being seen, fear of failure. Like mm -hmm. what if I start this thing and then people watch me just crash and burn or they see that I'm not talking about it in a month from now. Yeah. But I think what you bring up is really important, right? Like so often what I want to bring to the world, what we as men want to bring into the world involves other people. 
They're our clients. They're the people that we want to date. They're part of the businesses that we want to build. And a big chunk of the skill set of bringing something new into the world, whether it's a new version of you or a new hobby or a new business, is that I need to learn how to communicate about this with other people. Mm. Um, I get an idea of how it's going to look, how they approached it. I get an idea of what my clients want by talking to them. Um, I get an idea of who I am in the world and what women in my area are looking for by having conversations with those women. And not all of them are going to become clients. I'm not going to date every single person that I have a conversation <laughs> with. But there's kind of like, and, and I, Scott, you're grinning, so I think you probably already, you've run into this all the time. There's this magic that happens when I'm in conversation with people about the thing that I am in love with and terrified of bringing into the world. There's some cool alchemy that happens where it's like, man, I had this conversation with this person and, oh, that's what I can talk about. That's what I'm going to be talking about. This is how I can describe the thing that I'm doing. Yeah, I think, and I think people do, they want to be involved. Like they, they feel your excitement. Like I was at the grocery store today and, and here's another piece, man. Like instead of me coming in, just talking about myself and what I'm up to, my, I'm building relationship. Like I was at the grocery store today at Aldi and I'm in line and, you know, there was a woman behind me and then the, the woman checking me out. And I just like, I go right in for it. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Like, what's your name? What are you up to? What, tell me your story. What have you been doing? And I get really curious and I genuinely do want to know, man. Like I want to know what's up because I watch how people move. And most of the time people are just head down on their phone. Not, not a real fucking powerful converse. I can get to know somebody at a deep level in a couple of minutes. And I got to know this woman and her name. She just got back from Thailand and I'm going to go back to that place. So maybe it's not the first interaction that I share what I'm doing but I'm building bridges. I'm building relationships. And I'm curious about them genuinely. And then maybe the next time I go back, I'll say, Hey, I'm up to this thing and blah, 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 blah. And really? Whoa, cool. Like, Hey man, I know this guy or I know this mom that, or whatever. And so even at the gym today, man, like guys, I'm, I'm in the locker room, fucking butt ass naked standing next to this dude. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm like fully erect, not my cock, but like my body. And I'm like, <laughs> I got a towel around me. But men, like this guy's right next to me and his head is fucking down and he won't look at me. And I'm like, I guess it's my responsibility. Hey, what's up guys? What's going on? And I get loud. And and then other men, they, they kind of look up because everybody's there with their head down. And I'm like, yeah, what's your name? What's going on? How you doing? Some people don't want to do that. And it feels awkward, but I'm like, this is a, we're a group of men, man. Like, fucking let's I want to have a conversation like so everywhere I go I, I tend to want to have conversations and just share like people come out of their shells man I don't feel like any I, I don't feel like most people want to be just like closed off to the world so I take responsibility man and try to like brighten their day and I if it happens cool and if it doesn't I get it too like hey man I'm not up for this right now I do have big energy and I try to bring it to the room, man, because I want to model that. Like, this is available too. You don't have to be shut down, closed off. And I feel like I, that I was going somewhere with this, man. Like, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, as a caveat, 
if you uh if the idea of ha having your boner out in front of a bunch of men like i said that because i figured you no i wasn't like walking around with a boner in the fucking locker room but i was just like i was feeling myself man i got this great fucking workout going hey how you doing what's your name i'm scott nice to meet you. hey bob what's going on like and now the next time i see bob i'm gonna ask him how his surgery went and then i'll be like Hey, Bob, man, this is what I'm up to in the world, man. You know, oh, wow. And maybe he'll know somebody or maybe whatever, you know, like it, I didn't have a boner. That's what I was getting. At. <laughs> I was just giving you a hard time, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like if, if the idea of having that kind of conversation is confronting, then sometimes the best thing to do is just get one person and have the conversation with them vulnerably about what you're doing. There, There is that whole six degrees of separation thing, right? Like, I might not know, like, uh, the French diplomat that I need to have a conversation with in order to get this business started or whatever. But if I talk to someone, they can get me one degree of separation closer. Yeah, there's a lot there. And I, I do like that there's an emphasis on... You don't need to rush into this. You don't need to pitch every single person that you run into. You can have real connection. You can enjoy a conversation with that human. And at some point, you can bring up the thing that's important to you that you're doing, that you're scared of. And something interesting will happen as a result of that conversation. You'll walk away inspired. You'll have another aha, the next action step that you need to take. You'll have a recommendation that they give you of a book that you should check out or a person that you need to talk to because they've been doing the same thing except they've been doing it for five years and they're successful that happened to me today i was at the gym and i i know this guy i don't know what he does but today i found out he's opening up five restaurants and this guy's a man young in his like 20 late 20s early 30s he's he just bought a franchise every year for the next five years he's opening up a restaurant man and i'm like fuck man this guy and i i i'm friends with his brother or his his or his uncle who's also a fucking mega successful owns a couple of hotels so these guys are great resources and i just got curious about him i didn't pitch him my idea this is a great person to have to bounce ideas off he's like yeah i'll have you over to my house man we'll sit in the fire pit we'll have a conversation yeah, man, get, putting yourself out there is the move, even though it feels like, you know, very vulnerable. You know, you really can't fail if you just continue to grow and develop yourself and be persistent and hone in on what it is that you want to do and be. Really like that answer, man. And since I'm seeing we're kind of limited on time right now, we're closing in on the end here. I wanted to ask you, how would you recommend if there if there's someone who's listening right now to this podcast how do they begin what's the first step that they can take to becoming a different version of themselves to launching that business to just trying something new uh, that might be terrifying for them to answer your question it's like the first step would be find someone in your circle that you really trust that you feel like um, would just listen to you and if you want feedback or their opinion, you can ask for it. But start by maybe just being heard in what it is that you want to bring to the world. You know, whatever that is, piano lessons, karate, knitting, a business, 
uh, crypto, fucking hiring a therapist. I don't know, whatever it is, man, whatever it is that it is for you, find one person in your circle and then have a conversation with them. If it feels scary, then you're head towards that. Yeah, and I, I would say too, just for like pure logistical purposes, I'm going to give you the listener like a basic idea of what to say. Um, and it could be like, hey, uh, this feels really weird. I'm kind yeah. of scared bringing this up. Yeah. Um, but I have this idea that I want to do and I've never done it before. Can I bounce this idea off of you and see what you think? Um, and then you just talk, you talk about the thing and you, you try to see if there is like they have any ideas or any connections that you can talk to or just like suggestions or advice or books to read just anything to get you to the next step and then the next step and the next step i like what you said there rob like you that's really vulnerable like saying that hey man i'm really scared right now or i'm really nervous about having this conversation with you like that in and of itself is like a very powerful move man leading with vulnerability is is a superpower and a lot of us me i not that long ago wouldn't ever say that like i'm really like especially when it comes to women hey i'm really nervous right now and i think you're kind of cute and i want to take you out for coffee and what's your name <laughs> you know or whatever like hey friend like i'm really scared right now to have this conversation but i i really want to get it out there so i like what you said there that was that's the way to frame it like that was really helpful how do i say the words to the person that that was really helpful. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, I just, I had a flashback to like, that like being on the high dive moment of like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I'm going to have this conversation. Uh, what do I say? Like, and I think I would have appreciated having something, something to model that beginning of the conversation after. So, I'm glad to hear that feedback, man. I'm glad that that was helpful. I think I think that's all I have to say on this for right now. Like, obviously, there's so much more. There's so many other places you can take this. But if you're just getting started, I think this is like a good little starter kit to get you going. Uh, anything that was coming up for you that you want to close out with, man? Yeah, take the risk. Put yourself out there. Um, it'll be worth it. Trust me. And trust yourself. I think that's the big thing is learn that's what i've learned over the last couple of uh feels like i know it's been years but the last few months have been instrumental in me really learning how to trust myself and putting myself out there and uh knowing that i can't fail um everything leads to your success so you gotta you're gonna have to take the leap so do it that's all i'll, I'll leave it there yeah that's huge i kind of just had this image in my head of like someone designing their life in the same way that they'd like redecorate an apartment you begin to change the little gears and mechanisms that make up what you experience day to day until it's all your style and then you get to live a remarkable life one custom designed by you for you um yeah there's there's no greater payoff than like looking around you, seeing what you get to be a part of and knowing that you built that from the ground up. So go get it.
Yeah, man. Go get it. All right. Well, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Um, and as usual, if you got something good from this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or a comment or share it with a friend if you think they'd benefit from it. Yeah, man. Hit the like button, subscribe, do all the things. You know what to do. <laughs> if there's a button associated with this podcast, I want you to poke it. Yeah, and if there isn't a button, I want you to take it off your pants and I want you to sew it on the podcast and I want you to hit it. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Yeah. Love you guys. Appreciate you. We'll catch you next time. Peace.